Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading this week's episode of the What The Fart Like podcast, the 31st most listened to running podcast in all of Finland. Matt, can you speak any Finnish? Kielovoin. Uh, Pretty good, that, actually. <laughs> Guys, if you do enjoy the show today, please do take a moment to subscribe wherever it is that you get your podcasts. Particularly if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, if you can also leave us a rating and a review. Help us climb those Finnish running podcast charts. We're also super active on social media. You can get us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and via our dedicated email address. All the details are on our bio. It's a great way to help us spread the word about the show. We love hearing from you, so please do leave a comment, give us a like, tell your friends about us. We'd really appreciate it. Lastly, if this is the first time you're listening to us and you do enjoy it, we've got a whole back catalogue of episodes from Series 1. There's some real doozies on there, so check them out and tell us what you think. With all that said, Matt, should we get on with the show? To you, Dan, say... Bye, my lover. Bye, my friend. You have, have been, been the one. You have been the one for me. James, what impression? I've been trying to get it in for like 10 weeks, Matt, and it's finally appropriate. It's so hollow, baby. It's so hollow, baby. Love it. Uh, appropriate, though, because, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 10 of the What the Fartlet podcast. My name's Rob. I'm Matt. And this is the last episode of the series, Matt. Boo-hoo-hoo. That sounded sarcastic. I'm genuinely upset. It's because I'm, I'm still going to see you, mate, over these uh, this little break period. So I'm all right. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yes, and we're not going away for long, are we? We're coming back on New Year's Eve. There'll be more about that at the end. But we're going out swinging. We've got a action-packed show today. Matt, do you want to tell the lovely ladies and gentlemen, for the last time this series, what we've got planned? Yeah, we've got lots of uh, questions from you guys. Uh, a fair few would-you-rathers is mixed in with that. Uh, the interview with Carl Ohm, the 10 in 10 guy. Uh, Mate Matt Run, finishing off with uh, you running it for me. Can't wait for Ooh. that one. Yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, good news stories and then a fair few thank yous to get out of the way for this uh, this final episode for the season. Yeah, man. Look, I can't wait. I'm really excited for this. <laughs> I think, I, I, I don't know. I mean, we said it, didn't we, in the pre-bit. We we normally spend about half an hour planning, don't we? But we were just, yeah. we just shrugged and, oh, bollocks, should we just yeah. go? Pressure record and go. I've given a bit of an impression that we're quite prepared on other episodes. We're not. We're just a little bit more prepared than this. Yeah. But uh, it'll be fine, won't it, mate? So before we get started, how's your week been? Yeah, it's been good. I uh, managed to get out on midweek with uh, Donna. I did about five or six miles before meeting Donna, and I ended up rocking up nine miles. And then I went out with you on, um, what day was it? Yesterday, Saturday. Saturday, yeah, yeah we did, been, didn't we? Ten, ten miles. Oh, 10 no, miles yeah. up and down the Chesterfield Canal. Loved it. It was good, wasn't it? It was yeah, good. Yeah, enjoyed it, yeah. Very good. Great fun. Good to get out and get the uh, get the legs moving again. I know I've uh, been whinging about my injury and stuff, so 
I've had no niggles with that, so fingers crossed. Touch wood. How have, how, how have you been, mate? How, how was your week? Yes, yeah, yeah, fine. I was just going to say, quite ironic, isn't it, that suddenly the niggles are going and you're feeling fit and ready to run as the series finishes and you don't have to do any of the challenges. Yeah, but, but if, if if I think on next season, it sounds like you've got some hard stuff planned for me, so I might just have another little niggle. <laughs> I was going to say, you've got three weeks to think up another imaginary injury. Um, my week was good, thanks, mate. I didn't really run a whole lot. Um, oh. Still, it's just cold out, isn't it? But I did... Some miles on Thursday with Paul, uh, you on Saturday, and then today with being Sunday, I went out and did my uh, my GPS, my Strava, out, my Mac run bit, uh, which was good fun, actually. I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to, but get onto that in a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then, and then, yeah, when I was running home, I tried to take a couple of Strava segments that I'd re- recently realised were in, were in my, <laughs> uh, my, my, my kind of general area, so I went full jack. And decided to try and take. I didn't. It didn't work because I'm not that fast. But I think I think Just... like top five. I think on two of them. So. <laughs> Bless you. But you, tried. Strong, but you tried. I tried. Yes. I, that's all that matters. I tried my best. Exactly. Um, so should we do a question and answer? Just to let you guys know, if anyone doesn't, uh, last week we decided that to finish the series, rather than doing a, a, a bit or talking about something in the news, we would finish by letting you guys ask us some questions. Um, we've not really looked at them, to be honest. So it's going to be really kind of just off the cuff, see what happens. But uh, Jack's got them for us. Uh, thank you so much to everyone who did submit them. Uh, Jack, are you on? I'm on. I'm here. I've got the questions ready for you both. Nice one. How, how are you, Jack? Yeah, first yeah, of all, how um, are you doing? Not too bad, thank you. I'm not too bad. I'm doing well. Rest day today, so it's all good. Good, man. Good man. Nice. Uh, yeah, do you want to just want to hit us with some questions? Go tell on. us, tell us who they're from, and uh, and what people want to know. I'll start. I'll start you both off with an easy one, and it's from uh, your mum, Matt Gail mum. Hattersley on Facebook. She yeah, said, "Would you rather have a really well-paid job and hate it, or have a low-paid job and love it?" Ooh, that's a that's a good one to start with, isn't it? Pretty deep, <laughs> isn't it? It is. So, so do I want to be loaded but hate myself forever and ever? <laughs> or do I want to be like I am now but happy? <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not happy. I'm not saying... <laughs> Donna, just, just, just turn off for a minute. Yeah, no. Oh, it's a tough one, that, isn't it? Can't you, can't you, pick, it the, can't you pick the mid-ground? Yeah, I guess it depends how much you get paid. Because if you're getting paid twenty million to do a job you hate, I'll take it. But yeah, that's true. I think yeah, I think Matt's right. I think middle ground's the best, isn't it? No one wants to be miserable in the job. But do you not think that when now what you think of as like a fulfilling job? Like I enjoy my job. It's not my dream job, though. You know what I mean? Like ten-year-old Rob was never dreaming of working in the industry I work in, but. Now it's like I don't hate it, and I get paid quite well, so that's a bonus, yeah. isn't it? Like yeah. I don't, I, I think I think it's more of a middle ground. I think, but let's be idealistic about it. Low paid, but love it. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. It makes it easier to wake up in the morning, doesn't it? Absolutely. Uh, um, <laughs> and we'll stick close to home with you, uh, Matt. We've got your lovely fiance on. Donna mm-hmm. runs Monolly on Instagram. Did you run down the canal with your trousers on back to front? And I think this might be about your run you two just spoke about. Oh, you were Me, supposed to. Oh, you were supposed sh- to keep that. That was a secret. 
<laughs> I forgot we mentioned that. I mentioned it twice. Oh, you forgot you mentioned it. You forgot you told our canal secret. And I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to spill the beans now. Yeah, yeah. So done <laughs> for context. Uh, this mo- uh, So yesterday morning, Matt and I went for a run um, down Chesterfield Canal, as we alluded to before. We went out pretty early, didn't we, mate? I think we were meant to be yeah. meeting at about half past seven, which isn't early for some people, but for me, it's early on a Saturday. Um, and it's about a 15-minute drive from where we where we both live to get there. So probably should have been set up about quarter past, just to, just so you guys are in the fully in the picture. At ten past seven, I was still in my pajamas in bed. Uh, <laughs> So I think I, I was texting you from the toilet, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have that level of relationship. Matt was telling me, basically, Matt, when you've, fin- when you've nipped off your poo, um, <laughs> text me so that I know I need to start getting dressed. Anyway, I got dressed in the dark, um, fumbling around, uh, put a pair of uh, leggings on. Uh, my Mornway reflective leggings available yes. now in the winter sale. And uh, we're running up the, uh, up the canal, and we get about a mile into our run, and Matt looks at me and he goes... And then your um, your I'll do it in his voice. And then your um, oh, I can't do it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not scouts. That was terrible, wasn't it? Um, so I do it. I do it. Yeah, go on. Now then, lad, has that got has that got them on back to front <laughs> inside out? What, what 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 he actually said was, are they your Mornway reflective leggings? And I went, yeah. And he went, are the reflective stripes meant to be on the back? <laughs> and I was like, no. Uh, and then I realised, oh shit. I've got my pants on back to front. But it wasn't like, they weren't like plain black leggings. They had reflective stripes all down the back. Yeah. So you could tell they're on back to front. We got about another mile in, didn't we, mate? And it was getting really, really uncomfortable. And I thought, it was quite quiet on the canal. So I thought, oh, you know what, sod it. I'm just going to have to take them off and turn them around. <laughs> so I start de-kecking. And Matt, and Matt in his infinite wisdom, he's like, well, if you're doing that, I'm going to take opportunities to have pissing canal. So Matt's having a piss offside a canal. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm, I'm in, me, in all my glory. If anyone ran past it, I've got a right yeah. eye Luckily, uh, nobody yeah. ran, came around that corner, mate. <laughs> well, well, if they did, they'd have turned around pretty quickly. Yeah. In, in, to answer your question, Donna, uh, yes, I did have my pants on back. <laughs> I, I think she probably knew the answer to that one before she asked, but at least everyone else knows. Um, so we got one from Sweat Much, our lovely Lou, and yep. she said, what's your favourite Christmas tradition as we're coming up to that season? I'm not I'm not a big lover of Christmas what once all lights and stuff get up and trees up and that you, you kind of get in a bit of a mood for it but until that's up which is generally <laughs> a week before no I'm not interested uh, best Christmas traditions probably going and seeing family there's that special day like my nan, my nan just lives down the street and everybody goes round and sees her, but obviously that's not going to be happening this year, which is a bit mm. of a bummer. Uh, so, yeah, everyone just piles round to her house. All cousins are there, family's there. Everybody just turns up and goes, goes and wishes her a happy, happy Christmas and that. And I think that's what's uh, that's my favourite part of, uh, of Christmas. But, like I said, I don't think it'll be happening. Might have to stand out front window and give her a wave and a cheer. Nanan! Nanan! <laughs> are you in? Uh, my favourite Christmas tradition, in all honesty, I know I'm a little bit of a bar humbug Scrooge, but I just, I don't really like all the bells and whistles of it. But I tell you what I do enjoy. Uh, a little bit annoying because it's not really on anymore on Christmas Day, but I like when it gets to like that just after you've had your Christmas dinner, late afternoon, early evening, and 
Doctor Who comes on, glass mm. of whiskey, glass of Jack Daniels on ice. Uh, kids yeah. are all playing in, in conservatory. Watch Doctor have a glass of whiskey and just fall asleep on couch. That's my that's my favourite bit. <laughs> that, that sounds good to me. Nice. Um, and I'll go close to my home now. Good running buddy on Instagram, 17 Neil P, Neil Pacey, said, which celebrity would you like to have as a run buddy? I'm going to adjust that a bit. Can be dead or alive as well. Ooh. Ooh. I think we, we discussed this on a would you rather, didn't we? And I, I said, uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> can, I, can I change but- it? Can I- you, you're still sticking with Donald Trump. Can I change your, 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 yes, your options on that would you rather were Donald Trump or Pierce Morgan. Yeah. And even with the rest of the world included, you're still veering towards Donald Trump. No, I'm just saying that I answered it previously, but I've, I've got the bigger scope. And I, I've got right, go, bigger on, scope. go on, hit me, go on. Who, who, who would you have then? I ain't got a clue. Dead or alive? Wow. That's too... Have you got one to think? Have you, have you got one? Well, I've got I've got the one that I'd tell you lot knowing Sammy's gonna listen and I've got the real one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a fit celebrity. <laughs> oh to go on your runs, we you don't have to yes. talk to her, you can just look yeah. at her. Well no, I'd like to talk to her as well, Matt. I'm yeah. not I'm not objectifying women. That's true. I'm gonna get shots of pieces for that, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh Jesus. That's tough. That's tough. I can't even answer I'd, it. I, I, I'd love, uh, not not a runner, but an absolute hero of mine, and I bet he uh, he does enjoy a run, a trot in his youth. So I'd quite like to go from there at Cantona, um, have a have a little have a little chat about um, all the amazing things he did at Man United because he was my absolute hero growing up. And uh, and if we're talking more in the athletics world, I'd uh, I'd quite like to have a little run and a chat with uh, Mrs. Ennis Hill. She's a, <laughs> a favourite of mine. Um, uh, and, 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 and joking aside, she's very nice to look at, but she's also an absolute British institution, as you've seen. Mm. I'd love to hear her stories about uh, the Olympics and everything she's achieved, mm. I think. And she's a local lass as well. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love to do that as well. Good good shout. Good shout. I think I'd probably... Yeah, more Farrer. He seems a, a decent bloke. Watching yeah. him on um, I'm a Celebrity. Seems a good laugh actually, and then yeah. he was on the um, that program last night, the oh, the Cube, and he won it. That was that was yeah, good. Yeah, I remember that. That, that was a repeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I've done first time I've seen it. I think he'd be a good uh, a good good training buddy. He'd put you keep you on your toes. <laughs> yeah, if he could keep up with you, Matt. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Eat my dust, Sermo. <laughs> So, so, yeah. I'm, I'm in ease, so sorry, sorry, Sibo. Sorry, Sibo. You have to listen to all your injury niggles for the whole run. Um, yeah, we'll pop over to Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Before we go back to Instagram, we'll pop over to Twitter. Dad on the run said, Would you ra- rather run 26 50 mile ultras or run 50 marathons? They have to be ran within one year so you can have some rest. Uh, they don't have to be races, but they all must be run in one go. So twenty six fifty milers or fifty marathons. And and he got that into one hundred and sixty characters on Twitter. He did. <laughs> wow. Even uh, with our even with our name. Even with our name included. Well done. And that that's uh, that's Clive Barker, isn't it? That's our wildy story, pal. Um, sure good is. friend of the show. Um, I'll jump in straight away. The marathons. 
I just, I've got no interest in running an ultra. I've got no interest in doing 50 marathons, to be honest, but I'd rather do more shorter runs than fewer yeah. longer runs. Yes. Definitely. I think, I think I'd, I'd choose that one as well. Although I, I feel I do want to do an ultra one day, but not, not 25 or yeah, <laughs> a marathon a week. You could do that easy. Do yeah. a marathon a week rather than a fifty. You don't, even, yeah, you don't even have to race. You don't even have to race it. It's just like you could do it as a training run. So, yeah, marathon. What do you just rolling your lip out? You used to do as a training run. <laughs> no, you don't have to race it. You don't. You just nice and easy. You don't have to it's run the, it. You can it's run still walking. hard though, isn't it? It's, it's just still really hard. Marathon a week, you melon. <laughs> but it, yeah, but <laughs> all right. Then run fifty miles a fortnight then. I don't, or do I, then? <laughs> I don't think it's a you legally started, binding contract, Matt. You started to sound like uh, me, body sod. <laughs> uh, cool, cool. We go, we, go back, we go back to Instagram, and I'll, I'll ease you back in again. Uh, this man runs, our first guest of the What the Fight Let podcast, asked, really? who's Anne and who's Deck? <laughs> uh, I don't He's know. a very small man. Oh, my. I, I purposely didn't laugh at that just to make you feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I, I don't know which one's which. Which one's the little one? Deck. Your deck, then. Oh, cheers. Sorted. <laughs> That's, solved. That's the end of that one, isn't it? So, you, so you've got a massive forehead, then? Yeah, fair. That's why, that's why I've got this fringe. I've got all the hair. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think deck's funnier as well, just saying. Um, and Lou, Lou, popped, Lou popped in another question. Would you rather be 20 years older from the neck up or the neck down? Oh, I've seen my greys. Neck up. Yeah, neck up. Yeah, no. I think I... I don't... You, you know what? You can tell that I'm married. Cause I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's, it's Sammy's problem. Like, <laughs> you, need to, you need to ask her what she prefer. I'm not... I'm not bothered. Sammy! <laughs> Sammy! Yeah, but you use your legs more in everyday life. Hang on. She's good. He's going to ask him. <laughs> you, you use your legs all the time, though, so I could deal yeah, with wrinkly hands. Probably, that's the whole thing, yeah, probably. You don't want to be crawling out of bed with your walking stick. I mean, yeah. obviously, you're closer to having a walking stick than I am. Yeah, that is true. That is true. <laughs> She's coming. Is she here? Uh, would you rather I was 20 years older from the neck up or 20 years older from the neck down? Go. Oh, uh, <laughs> would you still have your body but a bit older from neck up? Yes. <laughs> Harry, would you rather daddy was 20 years older from the neck up or from the neck down? <laughs> neck up. Neck up. Neck up, she reckons. She'd rather... She's that superficial. She doesn't matter if I look older. She just wants my hot body to still be like it is now. <laughs> did you just say hot D? I did. <laughs> this is a family show. Yeah. Harry's in the room. This is recording. <laughs> Harry, say hi to the What the Fart Like podcast. Say hi, What the Fart Like podcast. <laughs> All right, I'll go to bed. New host. New host. New host. Yes. New host. This is descending into anarchy, isn't it? So we've we've agreed neck up, really, haven't we? I think yes. that I think that's unanimous. Um, Jim Goslow on on Instagram said, "Who came up with the podcast name?" 
Oh, a serious that, question. That was a good one, that one. Uh, it was, story behind it, it was Joe. Joe. Initially. We were tracking track them together, weren't we? Yeah, but I think it was Joe that had the, the light bulb moment to, mm. get the, to get the creative juices flowing. Because at first, I think we were talking about just calling it, because anyone who doesn't know, our, our group of friends, we affectionately call each other running wankers. Um, uh, and we initially were going to, we were just thinking RW podcast, or can we get away with saying running wankers on Apple podcast? I, we don't mm. know. And then we kind of were throwing it around and people had some ideas and they weren't very good. I think, being honest, most of them from me. Um, yeah. And then, Joe, it was something like, what's a, uh, that's what, what's a fart like between friends? That, that was, was it, it, yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and that became... I think she, she, she wrote a list of, a, of, of quite a few, didn't she? In, yeah. in that list, it was what a, what, what's a fart what's like a between friends. And we kind of mixed and intermingled them and, and kind of... Like brainstorm between that, didn't we? But the initial premise came from uh, came from Joe, and then it made. Sorry, you go, Rob. No, I was gonna. I was gonna say because it's not your show. You're in. You're just. <laughs> so just shut up. Just a guess. <laughs> uh, I was just gonna say it's definitely. I think. I, I think it definitely copyright. Jody Five shits. Yeah, yeah, mm. and it and it's cool with WTF. So rather than yeah. what the fartlet between friends. Um, and then we've got one from Running Clears the Mind. Kevin, one of our other guests, said, yep. what's your best piece of running advice? Another serious one. <laughs> Don't take advice from me and Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not been listening? <laughs> Go on, Matt. Oh, from me first. Um, I'd say what I keep telling Donna is don't worry if your last run isn't as good as you thought it was going to be. Because... She's come back a fair few times off runs and being quite down, disheartened. And I've said, look, we all go out and we all have them runs. We all come back and we feel oh, that weren't, that weren't the best what what I could have done, or it weren't as good as the last time I ran it. So yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd say that definitely. Yeah, uh, sim- similar to I probably got a philosophical answer than a practical answer. So philosophical answer is is similar to Matt's. Uh, enjoy the journey. Don't don't worry too much about the destination, the the PBs, the big events that will come. The the joy of running is the journey. It's getting out. It's 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 doing it. It's being with friends if possible. Um, it's being on your own when you want to be. It's being in your own head. Uh, just enjoy it. Don't put too much pressure on yourself to achieve anything, because just being out there is the achievement. Um, that's my philosophical answer. My that, that, yeah, that, that's what I was gonna say. But, <laughs> <laughs> I said it. I said it differently. <laughs> you, you do that a lot. Um, my practical answer is: uh, get yourself support. Support local running shops. Get yourself to a, get yourself to a running shop early on. Get a gait analysis. Get a decent pair of shoes and invest in a decent GPS watch. Um, and then the sky's the limit. Fair enough. Exactly. And on yours, Rob. If you're not enjoying the journey, you won't enjoy the destination. So make sure you enjoy it all along the way. That's what I always say. That's what and I then say. our last one. Yeah, but mm, enjoy the <laughs> enjoy the destination at the end. I'm shorter. So the last one, 26.2 pool on Instagram. What would you do if you couldn't ever run again? Wow. I've found these last few months hard, if I'm honest. Not being able to get out and, and do stuff. I mean, I've been I've still been able to go out and have walks and stuff, but not being able to run is being horrible. So I don't. What would I do if I wasn't able to run? God, 
probably cycle. Yeah, I, 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 I probably come it. I probably come at it from a, the same outcome, but from a slightly different angle. In that, yes, the idea of running such a big part of all of our lives that yes, it would be awful if you couldn't do it. But I'm a big believer in the fact that. The actual act of running, yes, there's the idea of the, the health benefits and the endorphin release of running and all and exercise, that kind of thing. But the physical act of running is just the vehicle. The actual achievement is, 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 is engaging and stimulating the body and the mind. So if you can't run, I'd find, find something else. It's hard. It's not easy, but try and find. If you're still able to be physically active, like Matt said, cycling, um, swimming, take hiking, walking, whatever, something just to get your, your body going. If you can't, do that then there's other avenues you know learn a language learn to cook it, anything just just these things i, I see running as just a way to to keep my mind and my body active and going and and engage and to meet like-minded people and so it's all about just finding ways to continue doing that mm. i think refocusing your uh yeah refocusing what you're doing yeah definitely yeah yeah cool. <clears throat> that's the end of your questions you've survived nice oh good how was that? Good. That was enjoyable. <laughs> right then, what we're we doing now yeah. then? Back on to what well, we're... yeah, we've got uh, we've got Carl Orm, haven't we? So we have. lovely chat with Carl just on the back of his wonderful year of fundraising for breast cancer. Now uh, it was a very last minute one. I only actually recorded it three days ago, um, yeah. but super grateful uh, to Carl for taking the time to speak to me. Really enjoyed it. Chat flew by. Uh, I think you guys are really going to love it. Um, it's a little bit different, Carl's running journey. He's not been a runner for, for too long, so um, we'll get into that. Um, but we'll, mostly we'll focus on his achievements this year, including the incredible 10 marathons in 10 days. Um, uh, dressed as a giant boob. So should we, uh, should we get over and have a chat with Carl? Yes. Carl, how are we doing, mate? You all right? Yeah, really good. How's you? Yes, very well, thank you, mate. Feeling a little bit, a uh, little bit emotional at the moment. This is the last recording we're doing of these chats for this series. So, uh, but we've got a good one with you. So, looking forward to it. No, me too. Um, I would say end on a high, but I'm going to put undue pressure on myself. So, we'll end on an even keel. <laughs> I have no doubt it's going to be a massive high, mate. So, uh, there is loads of stuff about your story that I want to get to, and I'm sure we're going to get to it all. Um, but we're going to start, if you don't mind, where we do with all of these chats. Do you mind just telling me a little bit about how you first got into running, how your journey started? No, of course. I mean, it's running something that I did a little bit of whilst I was in the army because naturally you did it as part of your fitness, training, etc. But I'd never at any stage consider myself a proper runner. I mean, I didn't go out and do races or run to try and compete, anything like that. That changed actually about 18 months ago now. After I got it, when, my last time in the army, I injured my knee in Afghanistan. I'd had surgery since getting out. I was just not a fantastic place, to be honest. And after being made redundant in spring of last year, I was kind of scrabbling around for a bit of motivation, something to give me some purpose to work towards. And two or three years in a row, I'd applied for the London Marathon. My idea being, well, if I get a place, then I'll start training. That's what I'll do. But I didn't get a ballot place and still haven't actually to this day. But so what I thought is if I put a bit more pressure on myself and sign up for an actual event that I've got to pay for and got to do. So I committed and signed up for the New Forest Marathon in September of last year. The idea being that because um, I'm tight and I had to pay 50 quid for it, I thought, well, I'm not going to waste that. <laughs> but, but also the fact that I wanted to be able to say I'd done it for me. I also committed to, there was a charity I was an ambassador for at the time, which was a men cap charity. And I said to him, right, I'll raise 500 pounds for you as well by doing it. 
hopefully that would kind of motivate and incentivize me as well. Did the marathon and as most do, did every single thing conceivably wrong. Um, I set off too quickly. Um, God knows what was going on. I, I seem to think it was some sort of professional runner, jogging along, listening to music, smiling and waving, hit the wall pretty early, um, ended up walking bits, crawling some bits. And it took me about four and a half hours, but purely because of the extra training work I put in. However, what I also did is finished and then lay on the floor for an hour and a half. Didn't eat, didn't drink, didn't move around. Yeah. And then vowed I would never run another marathon again. Yeah, that, that, that sounds pretty familiar, if I'm honest. Um, I, I did just want to touch on, on, on one thing then. So you talked about running for charity. And yes. from following you on social media, from reading about your running journey, the, the common thread is your passion. Um, for raising money for charity. So can you talk to me a little bit about how that kind of links into your journey and how, how running and, 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 and raising money kind of work in tandem? No, definitely. I mean, it's something I've always done throughout my entire adult life. I've done charity work, um, either volunteering with people or for organisations. So, uh, you know, volunteered at animal rescue centres. I helped a friend set up a dog rescue charity. And with the running side of things, I wanted to use it as a platform that I could potentially help promote that awareness and generate some money for it. And it's also the reason that got me into Instagram about, I'd probably say April or May last year, to time with the accountability of me getting fitter, losing weight and training, I also started using Instagram in anger, if you like, with the idea being that if I told people what I was committing to, what I was aiming to do, then I kind of had to do it because otherwise they'd see that I hadn't done it. But what I quickly found is the incredible platform that Instagram particularly is, is used for a force for good. I combine that with the running community. Um, it's something I missed actually since leaving the army, that sense of camaraderie, the support, how much, how invested people are. And genuinely from my very first park run I attended to, um, I took my disabled mum to a park run. Um, took her an hour and 16 minutes, I think, all told to complete it, bless her, with a walker. But her sense of accomplishment at the end of that, we were both in tears. But also there were a dozen people that waited behind to see her to the finish. And I just Amazing. thought that says so much and sums up the community better than anything could. Yeah, mum. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. Like, I don't want to interject into your, into your flow, but we hear it so many times. Uh, every single person we talk to, the running community is like like none other, I feel. And particularly that Instagram crowd, so supportive. There's no kind of one-upmanship. It's, it's not even really about the running, is it? It's just about supporting each other. Completely. And it's also as well, it's it's far more than just the idea because it's, it's quips and memes go around, isn't there? There's no one supports you better than a runner, runner that's never met you. But um, People do. They actually come and support you. They come and meet you. And I've seen that not only from events I could do prior to lockdown, but my 10 in 10, I was absolutely overwhelmed with the people that physically travelled or came to see and be a part of what I was up to just to try and support and help. Yeah, amazing. And you mentioned 10 in 10 there. And I was wondering how long it would be before we got to it, because it's, it's such an incredible story. But before we delve deep into the 10 in 10 challenge, Talk to me a little bit about 2020 in general and the fundraising that you've been doing. Well, after obviously vowing never to do a marathon again, I then decided in October, and I still don't remember the exact circumstances. I must have been drinking or confusing myself <laughs> with someone. And 
what I knew I wanted to do was do something for breast cancer. Uh, my mother sadly had breast cancer on two separate occasions, the second of which, bless her, nearly killed her. She then had a double mastectomy to stop it coming back. But I thought, well, after everything they've done to keep her alive and keep her in our lives, I'd like to give something back. I then thought, well, just small events aren't going to do this. It's not going to raise a decent amount of money. So I like the synergy of 2020. So I thought, I know, I'll do 20 marathons by the end of 2020. And it's one of those things that doesn't really seem real when you suggest it and you don't really appreciate or understand what it involves. Then cue, obviously, lockdown, COVID, et cetera, throughout the majority of 2020. And the races I had planned, your London's Bryson, Amsterdam, Berlin, are all cancelled. So then I had to start getting a little bit more creative. So I climbed Everest on my stairs. Um, that was eight hours a day for four days. Uh, that, that was horrific. There's no way of getting around it. And yeah. each day, my missus properly giving me grief for what I was doing to the carpet as well. I was, was going to say, <laughs> did you have to buy a new carpet at the end of it? It was well worn out, wasn't it? Well, fortunately, I didn't. And I, I checked it a number of times afterwards and I got away with not. But she was at one stage saying, how much are you trying to raise? I will pay you that to stop ruining my carpet. <laughs> <laughs> I then, a couple of weeks after that, decided that it'd be a good idea to run a marathon on my driveway. Um, I sadly don't live in some palatial manner where I've got hundreds of metres of driveway. It's 10 metres long. So yeah. thousands of laps up and down that um, on one sunny Sunday day. It then kind of led me on to going to do a couple more marathons in fields, parks, all, all around the place. But I still had 12 marathons I had to do. And this is kind of about June time by the end of the year. So I was talking to Mike Seaman for the National Running Show. And he said, well, I, I did seven in seven a while back. Maybe something like that might generate a bit of interest, encourage people to do it. And at that stage, I had a reasonable level of fitness and didn't really appreciate what seven in seven was. So I thought, do you know what? I might give that a stab. But because October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month and that's the 10th month of the year, I'll go one up from that and I'll do 10 in 10. The problem I had was two weeks later, I had an accident and I prolapsed a disc in my back. So it then meant for nearly three months prior to this, I couldn't do any training. And then when I did train, it was very light, a little bit of strength and conditioning or stretching. So when you going into the challenge, it was much about just getting it done, irrespective of how much it hurt or how long it potentially took me. Yeah. I mean, one thing that I wanted to, to ask you, I, mean, I know the injury will have curtailed a lot of the training, but in reality, can you train to run 10 marathons in 10 days? Because the human body's just not built for it, is it? Um, I'd say probably by about day three or four, the physical side of it ceased to actually be a factor. It was much about that the mental strength, the willingness to push on. But I think if I'd had a slightly better level of base fitness, maybe been a bit fitter and stronger, that certainly would have helped. But yeah, it's that recovery, that day after day of the wear and tear, it's wearing you down and injuries that you had years and years ago that you don't really give any thought to suddenly start playing up yeah. obviously the muscles fatigue just everything plays up and it's it's horrid I'm, I'm not going to dress up in any way and for those that have seen the video of me finishing i think it was either day six or seven shuffling yeah. to the end looking thoroughly sorry for myself yeah i, I mean it's it is it's it's not something the human body is really designed to do and, and, and amazing for doing it. I'm sure, though, you've got some incredible stories for, for the duration of it. Is there anything that happened that really stands out in the memory? Um, well, th there was a few. One of them being the fact that I felt so utterly overwhelmed by one of the ladies that came to join me, Joe, 
was we met via Instagram and the story behind that is one for me that's really motivated me to continue doing what I'm doing with this awareness for breast cancer. She saw one of the events I was doing February, March time and I'd said about getting yourself checked. So she checked herself, found the lump and then went for an MRI and sadly they found a second lump and diagnosed her with breast cancer. Over the course of the lockdown, while we were all battling ourselves with everything going on with COVID, on top of that, she was fighting breast cancer, having surgery, radiotherapy. And the week before she met up with me, she got given the all clear to join me for part of one of my events. And for me, beyond everything else I've done this year, to know that it had that impact and that influence and she was able to then be a part of it and join it up meant the world. And I was really pleased to be a part of that. Yeah, I bet that took away from some of the the psychological roadblocks that you were facing at the time as well to to have that story. It kind of puts it into context, doesn't it, really? Massively so. If you think, yes, it was painful during and um, after a bit, but it's nothing compared to what so many people have to go through in their lives and the physical pain they go through with cancer and then the emotional pain for the friends and family affected as well. What I also experienced whilst doing this was just the incredible kindness of people. Not only those that might just give a, a wave or support or donate, but people coming down, traveling, as I said before, traveling to come down and see me, support me, um, maybe even for a couple of miles sometimes or an hour, half hour. But it was just an encouragement on social media every single day. I was trying to be honest with those that were following me with what I was going through because I felt that was important. But it's just so nice to actually have that positive feedback and encouragement. And you guys helped as well with obviously trying to share what I was up to. And it made a big difference because it's it's very easy sometimes when you're not in a competitive race, when you're not there's not others around you, to try and almost psychologically talk yourself out of something. Because I could have at any stage said, well, I gave it my best shot, that's it. But trying to do it for those supporting and those the charity was doing it for kept me going each of those days. Yeah, it, it, it definitely resonates, man, because I think having something to work towards, having something to do it for is always going to give you that extra motivation, that extra drive, isn't it? And, and But, mate, fair play to you. I, you say sort of the support that we gave you, but how could we not have... I mean, there needed to be as many eyes on what you were doing as possible because what we've not talked about yet is the fact that you ran all the, the, this 262 miles in 10 days dressed as a giant boob, didn't you? Yeah, that in hindsight wasn't my best move. What I didn't realise <laughs> is the impact it actually has on your running, first and foremost. Yeah. So you're trying to run, and it seems odd, but sort of groping and moving your arms around the nipple. And then also, yeah. it's, as it gets wetter, it gets heavier. So you can't rely on solid weather in the UK. So it kind of, when you're getting tired and fed up, the heavens are opening, you're generally looking like shit. The, the worst you need then is this boob dragging you forward and dragging you down. And you say run, very rarely was anything I was doing could, could be described as running. There was shuffling, there was maybe a dad run in some of it, but no, it was just forward momentum. Uh, mate, that's all that matters though, isn't it? Forward momentum to the end. So talk to me a little bit about how you felt 10th day, 26.2 miles shows up on the watch. It's done. What was the what was the overwhelming emotion at that point? But to be honest, complete and utter relief that it was over. I mean, I think I recorded a, a video pretty quickly afterwards because, A, I didn't know how long it lasted without crying more than I was, but also I really wanted to share the message while it was still completely raw, unedited. I hadn't had time to really think about it. But no, I was, I mean, I was in a lot of pain at that stage. Even the finish certainly wasn't the, the sprint finish. I think I had plans of right at the very start of it. 
and then looking back it's not so much what I've done because I think lots of people could do it it's just a case of you apply yourself mentally and get through and I guarantee lots of people I know on Instagram lots of people that join me for bits of it could do it um but it was more the fact that it managed to raise so much awareness and money as well and that's why I was really pleased because it then achieved the aim I set out to do yeah absolutely and 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 just just to take a moment away from it all I know I've said this to you privately before I've said it publicly on the podcast and I know that you know we've probably not interacted that much before I became aware of you through this challenge but just well done mate and on behalf of everybody <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm bloody proud of you you know what I mean as much as someone who knows you as little as I do can be just amazing accomplishment well done no that's really kind thank you um okay so talk to me about what's left for this year then because you've still because you've we've talked about these 20 marathons I've been doing the maths as we've gone along, and I think we're only on 18, aren't we, so far? Yeah. Oh, I've got... Only on 18, he says. <laughs> I've got no one yet. So. I've got two left to do, and my plan is I'm going to do one of them with someone that's never run a marathon before to try and introduce them to it. And then for reasons I'm really regretting, um, I was on BBC Radio a couple of weeks back and joked that I would do the last one backwards. So oh. I've now decided I'm going to do the last <laughs> one backwards. <laughs> that's amazing it's not amazing it's gonna be awful but it's stupid i've got to think before i speak more and not just say things and then have to follow through with them yeah talk to me a little bit let's just backpedal a little bit because that is hilarious but let's just let's just go back a minute um the i i love the idea i saw you posting it on your stories on instagram about uh running with somebody who's never run a marathon before is that all sorted now is it booked in have you got somebody is it all ready and raring to go well, I, what I've done is I've got three different people I'm talking to at the moment so we can make sure with COVID restrictions, availability, et cetera, which one works best. But they're very serious about it. So I think it's a case of when, not if, to be honest. Yeah, amazing. So uh, you need to let us know as soon as both of those events uh, are due to happen so we can plug the crap out of it for you. Cause yeah, lovely, I will. Pretty, pretty incredible. So uh, talk to me a little bit about the fundraising then, because that, that that's super important. So where are we up to now for your fundraising goal? Right. I'm at about £9,500 of the 10 now. And yeah. what I've got, um, in addition to anything I can generate from the two marathons, I've also got a online auction I'll be posting about and sharing shortly. Um, the sprinter Jamie Bolsh has owns a company, BidAid, and I'll be doing it with him. And I've been really lucky that through a mixture of some of the people I've done my interviews with have donated some prizes, uh, and including Tasha Jonas, the boxer, has got an absolutely incredible star prize she's offering for us. Okay. And then I've got some other smaller lots as well, just to raise that last bit to try and get me over the line so I can then say, right, fundraising done, target achieved. Because regardless of COVID, I wanted to be able to finish knowing that I'd raised the money and managed the 20 marathons this year. Yeah, because the plan was 10 grand, wasn't it? The plan to start right before COVID and everything else was 20,000. Right. But with all the events being cancelled, everything else going on, I had a chat with breast cancer and they said, realistically, we'd be absolutely over the moon with 10. And that's probably more realistic target because with so many people being laid off with work, companies finishing, how tight everything is. And trying to look at it almost psychologically, if there's a target that is achievable and reachable, albeit a big one still, people help you get to there and what i've seen is as i'm getting closer to that 10 more people are saying well i'll help you get to the next round 100 or something but what i have to say is people have been so incredibly generous 
I mean, some of the people on social media regularly support each other on an almost monthly basis. And I've been utterly yeah. blown away by how kind and supportive they are uh, from whether it's, you know, a couple of quid for us um, that they normally spend on coffee or some ridiculously generous donations. It's it's blown me away. No, uh, yeah, it, it is amazing. And, and I, I'm, I'm similar in, when I've done fundraising in the past that sometimes you'll just get a donation that comes out of the blue from someone who you've barely spoken to. And it's it's mind-boggling, isn't it, how generous people are? But I think what you've said really, really hits the spot in terms of the hit that charities have taken. People will tend to forget about that, won't they? In the sense of um, uh, with COVID, people not working, people not running races, doing challenges, um, all that, that money that they rely on from, from non-government support, which is the majority of money for charities. It's just not out there anymore. So what you're doing is pretty awesome, but we need to make sure we're, we're supporting and plugging that to, to get you over the line to that, that 10 grand and hopefully a bit more as well. <laughs> it's also the reason why in 2021, I'm kind of changing the way I'm doing some of my charity challenges. And instead of trying to get one amount for a big charity, I'm actually looking at doing 21 different challenges um, the majority of which are going to be physical, but to raise money for either smaller charities or local charities to people that I'm going to be doing the challenges with, or those that have particularly struggled and suffered during the COVID period. So whilst the total amount may not be as much, hopefully I can have a far reaching impact and effect to try and help some of these people, but also enjoy it as well, because we've got to enjoy everything we do, haven't we? Yeah, absolutely. And that's brilliant. You've, you've, uh, you've preempted me. You can tell you're quite the host yourself because uh, <laughs> my, uh, my, my, my last big kind of question before I let you go this evening was, was to talk about what's in plan for 2021. So that sounds, is there any, any more you can tell us about that at the moment or is it still all under wraps and hush hush? Well, um, there's a couple of looking at. One is um, hopefully in January doing a running challenge with the ultra runner Fiona Oaks to raise money for her vegan sanctuary. Um, yeah. Tasha has said that she'll do a boxing challenge with me up in Liverpool in February if we can. Uh, in fairness, she'll kick my ass. I'm hoping it's with a punch bag, not me as the target. <laughs> and then I've also got um, some other friends in the running community I'm speaking to about a couple of different relay challenges potentially. Brilliant, brilliant. And if we can do anything to get involved, either not just plugging you, but doing some running with you, well, there's, there's plenty of us. Matt is, is easily stupid enough to, to get it, convince him to do something other something ridiculous so please do please do loop us in happily and, and it's kind of what i want to do with so many of them involve people i was having a chat to mike and the team at the national running show as well and we're they're joining me for one and it's just about having some fun and but raising a little bit of money and awareness as well so hopefully win-win yeah brilliant and 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 again not to labor the point but the running community that, that is out there through social media and how supportive everyone is, I'm sure you're going to have absolutely no problem before i let you get out of here carl uh Plug, plug some stuff, man. Tell, tell, tell everyone sort of where we can find you, where we can find your fundraising, any sort of companies or people that you've worked with that you want to talk about. Just a bit of a platform now to, to say anything you want to. <laughs> um, well, if anyone wants to follow what I'm up to, um, Instagram's probably the most active that I'm on, and that is fighting underscore the underscore dad bods. Um, and you'll see me there. I've either got a giant breast costume or something in pink normally. <laughs> They're fairly easy to spot. Um, in terms of the fundraising, if anyone's kind enough to either donate or share it, that's if you go to Just Giving and type in Carl, C-A-R-L, Orm, O-R-M-E, you'll again see me there. And that will be in the breast costume, actually. 
And then beyond that, just if anyone wants to reach out to either say hi or I can help in any way, be it some advice of a challenge or venture they're trying to go on themselves or so they want to share or go through, more than happy to. Because it's about, I've been fortunate enough to get support and help from others and I want to continue helping if I can with anyone else. Yeah, amazing. And if anybody didn't quite catch uh, the the, um, uh, the Instagram link or the uh, the site for the Just Giving, we're going to put it in our bio and it'll be all over our stories when we release as well. So um, please do go and uh, sling Carl some money because I couldn't do 10 marathons in 10 days and... <laughs> certainly not dressed as a boob so uh, one more time absolutely amazing uh thank you so much for coming on and talking to me man uh, it's flown by i can't believe we've been chatting for over 20 minutes um yeah just just thank you hopefully we'll do it again soon no thank you and thanks so much for your time and for having me on yeah all the best man you have a great day all right and that was carl mate what do you reckon Brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. The work he's doing for these charities, um, the events he's got set up for next year. Amazing. Amazing stuff. Well done. Yeah. Brilliant, isn't he? And so humble as well. Like. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Listening to him, just, I could have probably listened to him for another half an hour. An hour. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, very, very charismatic. Very easy to talk to. Really, really enjoyed that one. A good, a good one to finish off with. I think good, good, good series finale. Yeah, and I saw, I saw the video that he, he posted when he were on mile on marathon number six, and he, he looked broken and like he didn't didn't want to be there. He didn't want to carry on, but bless him, he, he did. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but after after your marathon in Paris, how were you the next day, walking wise? Oh gosh, yeah, I struggled. <laughs> yeah, really struggled because every you yeah. do, don't you? Your body just shuts down after it. For yeah. A little bit, so. mm. So gosh knows what he was feeling at the end of mm. 10 in 10 days in a row. Amazing. Incredible, man. Incredible, man. Uh, right. For the last time in this series, Matt, make Matt run. The make Rob run challenge. Very good. Changed it around. Very good. So, yeah. So let's just set the scene. Yes. If anyone's picking this up as their first listen to us. I'm winning. You're winning. Five points to three. Five points to three. So this is a Strava art challenge that we set up throughout the series. The idea being that I would give you something different to go and draw each week and then we judge whether it was a point for you or a point for me based on how good it was. Yes. However, you got injured two weeks in. because you I did. And then you've enlisted our friends throughout the course of the series to do it for you. Some successfully. Yes. Some jack. <laughs> Um, and we got to a stage where it was 5-3 last week so you should have had an insurmountable lead yes you very humbly offered me an opportunity to redeem myself yes and said that I could do the last one Mm -hmm. but if I did it well you won yes because you're doing the point because you're running the point for me I've been volunteering people to run for me yeah I I, I get your logic I just didn't really understand yeah, all right. But anyway, th- that's what happened. You, it was your, I gave you creative control of it. So um, so I went out, we, we put it out to our uh, guys on Instagram. Uh, we got some good responses, some really? suggestions. A couple of people suggested that because it's the last one that I draw B. Did. To did, give yes. to the winner. Yes. There's a few other, other suggestions like Christmas Cracker and uh, Father Christmas, other sort of stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But we went for the trophy mostly because I, I get to decide, and that was what I thought would be easiest. So yes, <laughs> anyway. 
So I guess the question is, did I sabotage? One of three outcomes, isn't there? Either I sabotaged and made it awful. Yes. Either I did a really good job and fell on my sword because I am a, um, what's the word? I'm a honest man, an honourable yeah. man. <laughs> That's questionable. Well, thanks for laughing. Um, or number three, that I tried really hard and it was shit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what do you reckon you've done? You'll have to wait and see. Oh, tension. Should I, uh, should I ping it over to you? Go on then. Send it, send it, send it. Private, right. It's coming. Anybody now then, guys, we'll post this on all of our socials. So for the last time this series, with a tear in his eye, if you pop over and have a little look at the post up from Thursday, you will see my attempt and it's coming to you now. Oh, yes. <laughs> That, that, that makes me the winner that that's brilliant look at that a cup and it's got the number one in it for yeah. me obviously because I'm, I'm winning this challenge yeah yeah have you, you tried like... draw, I've tried rolling something on base there what's yeah so that was my uh, that was my one cock up on it <laughs> I tried to write WTF in the base uh, but right. got a bit disorientated and made a massive W, <laughs> and then um, I then completely shagged the T and the F. But that's, that's still you can tell what it is. It's the, the lines are all together. He's got two handles on it. it. Looks like the FA Cup a little bit. <laughs> I was going for the Champions League. I was going is that what you're going for? Yeah. yeah. Mm. But can you that's also it. can you also see how the right hand um, handle is a little bit gauzier than the left hand handle? Yes. I, yeah. I can that's see that. that's that's because the football pitch I was running on. Um, there's a load of like that was the edge of the field, and there was just bushes and trees. So I'm I was not, trying. I'm not running through nettles. Not for nobody. They were like overhead height, so I was trying desperately to uh, to try and like make it round and bigger, and um, and yeah, and just running with bushes in my face. Uh, oh, yeah. that's, that's that's brilliant. I, I, how did you find it? Yeah, good. I mean, apart from the fact that a woman and uh, there were these dogs chasing me the entire time, and. <laughs> The woman, bless her, did not care. So she was just like, uh, "Rover, come back! Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't chase him, Rover. Bring your thing back, Rover." Uh, uh, so Ro Rover and me ran this challenge together. Uh, he got means. under me. He got under my feet a couple of times. Uh, I did have to stop start once. I will admit, I got a bit dis disorientated. But you know what? I think I got a bit of an easy run of it uh, because I went really early in the morning and it was very wet. And so what I found was that I was running on a field and ah. the dew on yeah. the grass gave me an outline. Yeah. So when I was running back, been. I had a bit of a, a template to run along to. Right. So See, that's, that's not cheating. That's in the rules. We could use that. Well, you would say that. <laughs> what, what do you reckon, Jack? Is this a point for Matt? Yeah, I, yeah without a doubt, that's a point for Matt. I've, I was quite impressed, actually, to be honest. Very impressed. <laughs> Lovely. It, I'll, I'll it's ask, hard stuff. I'll ask you both a question. Did you think I was going to shag it on purpose? Yes, I did. Yeah, I did. I did. Really? You didn't even pause there. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't need to. <laughs> we thought you were that proud, proud, proud of yourself that you'd, you'd bodge it just so you get the win for yourself. <laughs> just so I didn't get the win. It's the other way. I'm too proud. No, I yeah. couldn't. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good job, mate. Well done. So that makes me the winner. I'd like to it thank does. my mum. I like. I like to thank my mum and dad for having me. Oh, so <laughs> <That's> nice. <him. laughs> None of this would have happened. Because she listens. 
Um, I want to thank myself for starting the season strong with a dinky dinosaur. You've done you've done two, one of which you were disqualified for cheating. I'd also like to thank myself again for getting injured. No. <laughs> to, enable, to enable other people to run this challenge for me. Would you like to thank Jack? I'd like to thank myself. <laughs> <laughs> for choosing the people to run <laughs> to yeah. win me the point. Yeah. Yeah. No, Jack can piss off. Yeah, yeah. My big Ben was good. It wasn't. It was neither big nor Ben. Um, it was a crayon. So, for the, I guess then, quite emotional then, Matt. Um, yeah, congratulations, mate. I humbly concede defeat. Um, it's been fun, hasn't it, this year? At least this year. We've only been out for 10 weeks. But you know what I mean? This, this series, I've, I've really enjoyed doing it. And I think the guys that have been doing it have really enjoyed doing the, 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 the having a go at it as well. And, and, and I enjoyed doing this, you know. I really thought I wasn't going to. I thought it was going to be crap. And I was then going to have to try and, like, spin off that I did it crap on purpose. Right. But um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good fun. It is, yeah. It's different. It makes you think, doesn't it? It's, it's good, yeah. So great great stuff having everybody on, doing doing the little little drawings. So uh, my, me doing my dinosaur, Jack's crane, Joe did the bus, uh, Paul did his pumpkin, uh, You, Sammy did that uh, Nike shoe. The slipper. Yes, the slipper, <laughs> that was fun. Uh, metal munchers, that one I did because um, Nat wasn't self-isolating. And then Becky did the MasterChef logo, uh, Nat's Christmas tree, which was very good last week, and then you with his cup, very good. Enjoyed it. Yeah, It's been fun. <laughs> yeah, it has, hasn't it, mate? It has. So thank you so much to all of our guys, all of our friends who participated. Um, if any of you want to have a go at some Strava art, just because we're going to be moving on to a, a different challenge next series, it doesn't mean we're not we're leaving Strava art behind. We might bob back to it every now and then. So please do send us in your efforts, tag us in anything you do on mm. social media. We'd love to see it. But next series, we have a new Make Mad Run 2. <laughs> <laughs> the sequel. <laughs> this time it's runnier. In a world <laughs> where Matt runs miles. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to tell you what you're doing yet. But... Ooh. It's going to be hard, I know that. <laughs> mm. It's not going to be enjoyable. It's not. No, I've got an idea. I've got, I, I've got an idea. Uh, only, only the you could tell we watch yeah. kids' films, kids' uh, programs. Only the parents will get. I've got an idea. I've got uh, an idea. Uh, but we've got, I've, I've got a good one in mind. Um, same, try, try and get a bit of competitive spirit on the go. And also, we're going to try and get some listeners involved. So, All right. uh, we'll announce that in due course. Oh, nice. Nice one. That'll be good. It will. Matt, for the last time this series, have you got a good news story for us, sir? We do, yes. So we have a, a lady from over in Crystal River in Florida. She's 67. Her name's Heather Nagy. Uh, she signed up to do 53 virtual events because obviously all the races have been cancelled and stuff. And she was going to run them events to raise charity f- uh, money for, um, let me just find it, <laughs> for diabetes, diabetes awareness uh, yep. over in America. And while she was doing that, she, uh, sticking with the theme of GPS art, she did GPS art while doing the virtual races. All right. So she's done a few, uh, so she did a, a Liberty Bell for uh, Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, she did a desktop PC with a mouse for uh, Silicon Valley. Oh, uh, like, like, so 52, yeah. 
So is it fifth fifth for, for the states or the fifth? Is the fifty states fifty yeah. states? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're just I don't know what virtual races they were, but yeah, she, she decided to do. She didn't do all GPS yeah, uh, yeah. ones, but most of them were. She ended up doing a uh, a whale as well. That was that's quite a good one. And she's raised over uh, six thousand uh, dollars. Wow! For the uh, for the awareness, yeah. Top stuff. Uh, another thing she said was, I think whenever people do whatever people do, they should be active because it's great. Find something that you like to do. If you don't run, bike, walk, swim, garden, pickleball. What's pickleball, by the way? And I, I want I want to find out. <laughs> whatever you want to do, just do it. Lead an active life. You'll live longer if you do. She says. So, yeah. Lovely. And Heather, was it Heather Nagy? Heather Nagy, yes, from Crystal Heather Nagy, Park, Florida. You are our hero of the week. We salute you. Well done. And I can't wait to pickleball you. <laughs> I'd, I, I don't even know what it is, mate. Is it like dodgeball or something like that? We'll find out, won't we? It's going to be fun. <laughs> dodge, and... duck, dive, dodge, duck. <laughs> I love that film. <laughs> if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. What? <laughs> Rip Torn's my hero, man. Um, uh, brilliant. Uh, great. Good, good, good new story to finish on. Um, let's wrap it up then, Matt. Well, can I just uh, interject first because we are actually running a relay next week on Saturday. 24-hour relay. Yes, tell everybody about that. Yeah, so uh, Matt has got in touch with it. Matt Taylor, another Matt Taylor. Oh, your, 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 your name buddy. Yes. Uh, weird about the whole series, yeah. <laughs> so MBT dot underscore runs is uh, doing a 24-hour relay for um, the Ashgate Hospice in Chesterfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, five, uh, half an hour legs, so I think you... Uh, Paul, Joe and Sammy are doing a leg each yep. um, so we're going to be doing um, a live not live streaming but posting from the socials about that so anybody takeover wants... we're, going to, yes. we're going to do a what the fart like takeover yeah so if so, anybody needs to uh, get involved or send them a bit, of, a bit of money or sponsor one of our guys for doing their leg uh, just head over to justgiving.com uh, forward slash 24 hour relay Ashgate brilliant and we'll uh, we'll we'll post all that on the bio. Jack's nodding away in the background, so we'll get all that uh, all that posted for a good share. And please do tune in on the fifth uh, at se- seven till nine, where we're doing a, a WTF takeover, um, uh, and we'll be talking while we're running and, and posting some funny bits and bobs. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, we've got the we've got the wrap party the night before. Yes. So probably we're running yes. with a hangover. There is still time. Um, please do ping us a private message on one of the social medias or an email. All the info's in our bio. If you would like to come and join us um, on Friday the 4th, um, I think it's 8 or 8.30 we're starting, but we'll get it all posted on the bio. Um, we're going to have some drinks. We're going to do a quiz. We're going to talk a little bit about Series 1. Me and Matt will do some off-the-cuff would-you-rathers. We're going to have a bit of fun. Won't be on for too long, guys, but uh, we would love to say thank you to some of you Some of you who have supported the show. So please do. Please get in touch if you fancy coming along. There's plenty of space. You do not want to miss Rob's quizzes. They are fantastic. And that's how me and Rob met. So, yeah. Get, yeah. get involved, get in, get in, get in on the uh, on the action. Love a good PowerPoint quiz, believe me. <laughs> um, so, last but not least, let's do a couple of thank yous. Okay, so we always rattle through these, but I want to just take a little bit more time before we finish. So, I want to start by thanking our production team. Yes. 
Yeah. Um, I want to thank Joe and Paul and Sammy and Lou and Becky and Nat. Yep. That was everybody, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep, that's everybody. So thank you so much to those guys. They do amazing work. They help us with uh, liaising with guests, talking to some of the companies that we give shout outs to, um, uh, running around after me because um, I'm never organized enough to do anything <laughs> uh, and generally just coming up with ideas and being good eggs. And uh, they have been imperative to, to, to the, the moderate amount of success that we've received. And I say moderate amount of success. This series has had over 3,200 listens in 19 countries. So we're doing all right. Yes. Um, but we couldn't have done it without them. So thank you. Also, a massive, massive thank you to Graham Lindley, who yes. does our theme music. Mm-hmm. Uh, did it completely. He didn't charge us for it. He didn't ask for anything back from it. He's just a genuinely nice bloke who thought, I'm going to do a favour. Joe knew him. Um, and uh, he, it's awesome. I love it. He's done a couple of versions. We've got a secret third version coming out over the holiday period. I, I, that and I've still got it as my ringtone on my phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, brilliant. Just couldn't have dreamed it. I, th- I think it gave the show a level of kind of professionalism that we wouldn't have, have had with... Uh, <laughs> the the the, the, the midi the midi track that me and Jack came up with on the uh, on the test episode it wasn't very good. Um, big big thank you to everybody who has listened. Um, what I love about this show is that you guys have really engaged and bought in. So thank you for caring about what we do. Thank you for every time you've shared something on social media, every time you've sent us a message to tell us that you're enjoying the show, every time you've told a friend to follow us and see what we're up to. This, I couldn't care less if we have the 250-odd listeners a week we get or 2 million listeners. The fact that we've got a core group of you guys who enjoy what we do are on this journey with us. Mm-hmm. Bless you. We, we love you. Thank you so, so much. All right. Yeah. Um, Got to thank Jack. Got to thank Jack. uh, (laughs) Sat in the background. uh, In the background, yeah. uh, Absolute um, thankless task um, editing this for us. He does it all with a smile on his face. Um, uh, Double time as well. And nothing's too too much for him. It's not just that he edits the show. He comes on. He does bits with us. He um, also manages the social medias. He set everything up. He's he's an absolute superhero. So, Jack, thank you so, so much, mate. Wizard. Wizard on the uh, the text. Well done. Absolutely. Um, And you know what, as well, mate? I want to thank you. Ooh. I'll just turn up every week, mate. (laughs) I don't know. Listen, so people might not know this because I take the piss out on that on an almost minutely basis on this show. But it's all a part of the act. Absolutely one of my best friends. And um, you are probably the driving factor behind this show. Um, <clears throat> I've had this idea to, to do a podcast for ages and ages and ages, but it's only ever been that an idea. Never had the balls to, to think, yeah, I'm going to go out and do it. Um, and it was only when we started running between lockdowns that when I told you half kind of jokingly, rather than sort of make light of it, ignore it, your reaction was just, well, why aren't you doing it then? Yeah. Mm. Why aren't you why aren't you doing it? You're more than capable. And you had that belief in me. And uh and yeah, and I wouldn't have done it without you. I couldn't have done it without you. I'm so happy we've been able to do it together. Um yeah, I love you. Gonna set me off crying, mate. <laughs> no, mate, honestly. Um I I, I I I look forward to Sunday evening so much when we record this and put it together and long may it continue, pal. I love you. 
Oh, thanks, mate. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you to you as well, because, like I said, you, you asked me to come on there, and I, I, at first I wasn't that confident. I'll admit it. I, I said to you, "Are you sure you don't want somebody else to come on and do it?" But yeah, you you believed in me as well, so thank thank you to you. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy I enjoy these chats now. Yeah, definitely. So that little love fest uh, <laughs> to one side. Matt's about to send me a dick pic. Um, <laughs> Uh, that out of the way, um, just a few bits to let you know. So we are taking a little break for Christmas, okay? Um, we are going to be back on Christmas Eve with the first episode of Series 2. Same same ideas, nothing changing. Chats with inspirational people all across our amazing running community, all sprinkled in with me and Matt arguing with each other and trying to... Sandwich. Sandwich between them. Sandwich between me and you, which is an awful place to be. Um, <laughs> uh, we're also going to be doing some new stuff, new Make Matt Run Challenge, some new ideas for segments in the works. We're going to try and keep it fresh. We would love to hear from you. But that's not all, Matt, is it? Because we're not just going to go radio silent for the next three weeks. No, we're not. We've got uh, we've got the run-up to Christmas that we're thinking about doing. Uh, so I think it's starting on the... What date was it? Started the 18th or something like that? No, exactly. The 12th... The t- the twelve, the twelve days before Christmas, we're going to be posting uh, little little snippets for you all, um, just to keep keep active on on the socials and stuff like that. So yeah, keep keep a look out for them. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely. It'll, it, yeah, so we're going to be doing something new every single day, um, ju- just to to keep you guys engaged and make sure you don't forget us and, and don't leave us. Yes, oh, the twelve the twelve days of Christmas. My true love gave to me. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we uh, yeah. Just we don't yeah, we don't want you to think we're going away. We want you to come back. Please, please come back. Um, so don't leave us. Um, so yeah, we'll be posting some stuff. Uh, we're not going anywhere, and then we're back on Christmas Eve. Christmas New Year's Eve. Eve. New Year's Eve. No, New Year's Eve. Yes. Let's all, let's enjoy, all enjoy Christmas first, and then back for the New Year as with much a bang. As, we as much as we can. So, final messages. If you want to give me a follow, I'm at Little Runner Boy Rob on Instagram. I'm at Rob Hitchell on Twitter. Matt. Uh, uh, I am at Matty Owls on Instagram and Matthew Taylor 6 on Twitter. <laughs> Jack? And I'm Jack Penfold running on Instagram. And I did find the Twitter. It's Jackers underscore Penfold on Twitter. Yeah, but before we go, Rob, before we go, I'm going to ask you two one last question to round off our love fest. Okay. What's been the best bit of this series for you two? Oh, that's a good question. Wow. That is a good question. What yeah. do you reckon, Matt? I just think actually, actually getting all this up and running and started. Yeah. Like like I said before, we, without you and everybody else getting together and mingling, this wouldn't have been what it is now. So yeah, I think that's what I've enjoyed most about it is is getting involved in something and getting getting my teeth into something different. Yeah. Going, I, out, I, going, going out of my comfort zone, basically. Yeah. And yeah. Just, yeah. And and yeah. I think for me, oh, the overall journey has been incredible, no doubt about it. If you're looking for like a specific kind of memory and moment, I think when um, when we launched episode one, when John's episode went out and we got that, and you've always got that fear, haven't you, that no one... Because pe- no the thing is, po- podcasts, can be, anyone can make a podcast, anyone. And there are a lot of podcasts out there and it's very hard to get those podcasts noticed by people. Um, and so they can fall into the abyss. And you, there was that real fear that no one's going to care. We worked so hard on it and no one was going to give a crap. 
And uh, when we got that response and people were like sharing the posts and we really enjoyed it and I can't wait for the next one. And then, and then, and then he hit a hundred listens, 200 listens, 300 listens in that first week. And it was just like, Oh wow. You know what? Yeah. That, that's, that's brilliant. So yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that. And then, and then my other, my other standout one is I loved, I loved the Andy Bradley interview. The, the Andy Bradley chat was just yes, something yeah. else. Like ev- everyone's been special. Loved them all. You know what I mean? I'm not taking away from any of the other chats, but it was quite, it was only the second one I did with Andy. John was super easy. Um, it wasn't, didn't go particularly deep. You know, we had some good stories. John can talk for Britain yeah. anyway. So super charismatic guy. Andy's story is so harrowing, but so incredible. And yeah. um, it was so emotional to try and get through it. And when we landed that one and heard the feedback from it and just hearing Andy be so proud and pleased that we told his story right. Yeah, that's, that one, that one got me in the fields. He's definitely. still sharing now and stuff, isn't it? All, yeah, all, all he's, the yeah, he's, he's our biggest fan. He's our biggest he promoter. <laughs> we, we get an Andy yeah, Bradley mug, mug, not mugshot, like his mug, like the mug we gave him. We get one of them every bloody day on on, on social media. He's he's the, he's the best. He's a king. Um, and his story is incredible. So yeah, I love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah, definitely. Good. Uh, well, in that case, then, guys, um, just left for me to say thank you so much for listening to this series uh we hope you enjoyed it please in the meantime if you've not heard all 10 go back and listen to to the rest of series one they'll they're, they're going to be universally available of course for free uh, or, indefinitely. or listen to all, all again if you get yeah that way inclined <laughs> if you think you can stomach 10 10 to 15 more hours of me and matt then yeah absolutely um but yeah just, just the, the the main thing though guys like we've said all the way through we've talked about mental health a lot just yep. stay, stay safe. Um, Christmas is going to be a tough time this year with lockdown and everything. Um, just just keep on going, guys. You're all doing amazing. No matter what it is that you're doing, how you're doing, whether you're running, whether you're not running, you are amazing. You are doing enough and you are getting through it. Keep going. We believe in you. We're here for you. And we cannot wait to keep sharing this journey with you in 2021. Anything else, Matt? No, that's it. Like, like just to... to... Get on what you just said. If, if you if you do need to talk to anybody, me and Rob are here, Jack's here. Yeah. Get in touch with the get in touch with the um, podcast or the podcast page or whatever, and there'll be somebody to talk to you and uh, and try and help things out. So yeah, that's that's about it. Yeah. So enjoy your runs over the festive period. Have a great time. Be merry. <laughs> drink as much as you want to drink. We yes. love you lots, and we'll see you next year. The training starts next year. Let's go. 